1: Everybody, it is game that tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore looking fine. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Not allowed to complain about the cold. Say hey. I wasn't going to. Hey. I'm just letting you know you're not allowed. Uh, If you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we do around here is we listen to video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to guess the games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun, not let David complain about the cold. And uh, the winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next episode and uh, play some bonus tunes. And uh, man, it's been a couple weeks since we've been on. So let me let me rack my brain on this one. Our winner last time we recorded was, oh right, it was Jesse Moore, the fantastic Jesse Moore. And uh, Jesse, what theme do you have picked out for tonight's show?
2: Well, I figured it being a new year and everything, and a new year is a new adventure. So adventure games—not quite, you know, the point-and-click adventure games, but just games where you go on an adventure.
1: Yes. I like the theme. I like it a lot. You know, there's a... It's a wide-open theme, because, you know, I like games where you go on an adventure, as opposed to games where you don't go anywhere. Um, You know, it's the kind of games I like to play. They take place in a setting, and then it changes to a different setting, and, uh, you know, perhaps even a third setting. And, you know, it's... uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good uh, good ca- uh, good category of games, games that you know send you on an adventure. So uh, yeah, we've got a great game tonight, great show, uh, great fan request, and uh, you know, Johnny, I think we just gotta you know take our first steps on this adventure and uh, start it off with game one.
0: Game one.
1: So, the name of this game was chosen by one of the programmers after they googled British Columbian Mountains, and they decided that they liked the name, despite not knowing anything about that particular mountain. How's everybody feel?
3: Pretty good. Terrible. Good. Feel pretty good?
1: All right. Let's see what we got. Uh, so Jesse says Bugaboo Spire, which is sadly incorrect. Johnny and David both say Celeste, and they are correct. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Man. shit. <laughs> yeah, that game. <laughs> I hear it's pretty good it is pretty good i you know i have spent some amount of time with it not much but some and uh i think it's pretty goddamn fun uh for a game about battling you know crippling depression and anxiety it's uh, it's pretty goddamn fun um
4: yeah this this game is like on my list um to get very shortly just because i've heard like it's a hardest nails classic platformer style it's like that sounds like fun. It's like that really intricately deals with mental illness like i ah? i am intrigued <laughs> yes. i would like to experience this Do tell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah you know, i haven't spent enough time with it to get to the real overt you know mental illness stuff but uh it's uh it's pretty cool man like uh, you know you start off and you're a girl climbing a mountain uh just because you've decided you want to climb the mountain and then uh As you, like, complete one of the first areas, you get confronted by, like, a shadow version of yourself who kind of, you know, pokes at you a little bit and fucks with you and... Um, alters the level around you in a really cool way that you know god the levels in this are really fucking cool like the you know it's it's a weird like relaxed otherworldly vibe in this game it's like oh you're climbing around it's like nah you know really you're playing like super meat Boy type shit with some really cool like you know weird spacey level designs and then uh when the fucking like when the shadow version of you starts like pursuing you then there's like you know It was, I'm gonna ramble all over the place because it's all like fresh and I haven't had time to really process it. Like, uh, you gotta set up basic mechanics, and the first area teaches you how to basically do everything. You can like climb and do an air dash, and uh, you know, blocks fall, and you learn what you can do to interact with the environment. And then, like, there's no real punishment. Uh, You know, you, you die, you go back to the beginning of that same room but then, like, in the next area, the shadow version of you starts pursuing you, and if they fucking touch you, then you gotta start the room over, so it adds an extra layer, and also, I guess, eventually, that's, like, you know, there's the metaphor for the, like, depression and anxiety, it's always following you, and sometimes it's, uh, it's after you, and sometimes it alters the room in a helpful way, like, you gotta learn to deal with that part of yourself. I don't know, I haven't gotten that far, but, uh, the parts that I have played are a really fun and hard platformer, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it, and it's just like, yeah, I could, uh, I can see this being that thing that I, like, just play a few levels of every night, and, you know, it's, uh, it's really fucking cool, man. Um, you,
4: so... Yeah, I've heard that there... Oh, I'm th- sorry, Johnny, go
3: ahead. No, you go ahead, because my thing's a little bit... It's on topic, but off topic.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say, there's there's one section in particular, and I've, I've only heard about it. I believe it involves a train, maybe? Mm. But I have heard that there is one point where, as you play the game... It literally makes you feel like you're having a panic attack. Like, people right. who have experienced anxiety attacks have played this game. It's like, no, that's what it is. Kudos to you. You pulled it off. <laughs> Nailed oh, it. That's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. That's, uh, I can't wait to see that. That, because, yeah, so far I'm just talking about how it's kind of a nice, you know, like, not pu- particularly punishing platforming game. <laughs> it's like, oh, eventually it makes you feel like you're having a little panic attack. Like, oh, good, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I do
2: that enough. I have enough real panic attacks. So. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot of like you know parallels with this or you know like I mean we all have our you know, depression and. To some extent, like, we've all felt some sort of degree of panic, but I don't know if I have enough to identify with this game or not. I don't know. I'm just really enjoying the game. Um, you know, I think the just the art's really fucking cool and the platforming's really tight. And just, like, yeah, the guy's story of why he made the game and, you know, uh, how he feels like it can actually help people process their, like, emotions and, you know, deal with things like that. I think it's really cool. You know, I, uh, I don't know. There's uh I haven't played enough to like really scratch the surface and get further into it. So, yeah, I'm looking
4: uh, forward to the day of like, hey John, you you've been playing Celeste, right? How is it? M- <laughs> man, man, like, yes. man. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it broke me. It finally broke me. Uh, yes. Yeah. Should just called the game Dabda, and you know, oh man.
3: So, uh, so I tried actually. I've played the precursor to this game, the Pico Eight edition. Oh. I played this, I think, like, back in, like, 2017 or 2016 or something like that. And I can't get past the first fucking room in that game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn, John. That sucks. Um, Yeah, because what I read, I think the guy made it as, like, like a programming challenge or something. Like, he was at, like, some kind of conference. And it's like, yeah, you know, program a game as fast as you can. And he's like, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a climbing
1: and, like, platforming game. (laughs) There's
3: a lot of Pico 8 games that are results of game jams. Uh, do you know, like, I mean, I, I've sent you some of them before, like, you know, you know why I send you those weird fucking games like Saxo Fight, where you're a saxophonist trying to catch all the notes, or, You um, say you've
1: sent us that, but I don't recall that at all. That sounds like <laughs> something you th- probably thought, I should send the guys this, and then you thought better of it and didn't send it to <laughs> us.
4: <laughs> or, I, or either that he did send it to you, and John, you just need to check your spam folder in your email, because... Right. The
1: John <laughs> filter. <laughs> yeah, like there's a
3: whole world of these great tiny games. They're called Pico 8 games. And the idea is that it's it's a, quote, fantasy console in the sense that it's like, it's not a real game console, but it has the res- some restrictions similar to like a Game Boy kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like to make games for it as sort of like a restricted environment, see how creative they can get under these yeah. uh, conditions that they kind of put themselves under. Like, they, there's only... I think the pixels are 8 by 8 and they can only make you're four too, sounds.
1: <laughs> you're just too good at making games, so you have to restrict yourself to making uh, lesser games. Yeah, there's That's some... problem I mean with all the time.
3: <laughs> and there are some pretty fun ones. There, there's the, in the, And like I said, there's some pretty weird ones, like Saxophyte. I really recommend Saxophyte.
1: Okay, John, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, I really recommend Celeste. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I haven't gotten far enough in it to really make my recommendation, but uh, having played just a little bit of it that I have, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat this. Uh, I'm gonna fucking crush this. I don't know if I'm gonna crush like every part of it. I heard there's like, uh, I think there's like a B side, which is like a remix level, and a C side for every area. So I don't know. I'm not usually a uh, like 100%er kind of guy, especially not when it comes to like blistering hard platformers, but. If uh, if the game keeps up, like, the same level of not-quite-punishment, like, it's hard, and you gotta master it, but you only go back to, like, the start of one room. You know, that I can deal with. If it starts, like, fucking with you giving you some really long areas that, like, send you way too far back when you die, that's when I get frustrated with the game and turn it off. So, uh, maybe that's what's gonna happen. Maybe that's how they make you feel like you're having a panic attack. I don't know. I re- you know, now that David mentioned that, I'm really looking forward to that. I want to, like, you know want to just be put Wh- fucking head trip. No, I want to know <laughs> what the fuck this game could do to replicate that experience I mean <laughs> it's uh it's uh interesting I'm looking forward to it but um yeah uh you know I wanted to make sure that we kick the uh kick the episode off with this game because it's got a fantastic soundtrack uh you know it's uh it, you know the game's gotten all kinds of praise. The soundtrack's gotten all kinds of praise, uh, and you know it's pretty fucking fantastic. And that's why I wanted to make sure that we started the episode off with it tonight. Because that's right, Celeste is Game That Tunes' 700th game. Um, wow. We probably should have had a fanfare prepared for that, but. Uh Resident Evil.
2: No, oh, that's not it at all.
1: No, nope, not, not really. <laughs> <I don't laughs> take it. <laughs> nice job, John. Um, hey, on Celeste, just,
2: isn't there a lot of snow in that game?
1: There is, and that's another reason I chose it. It's like, well, it's uh, it's a mountain climbing game. It's snowy, little uh, little Arctic vortex action. You know, it seems a little windy, and yet you just persist in the face of the wind. The wind whips you in the face. And the main character, she's not even wearing a scarf. She's just like, you know, putting her face out there to be frostbitten. uh, Yeah, man, she's tough as nails. You know, so it's really going to make me feel bad when I make her have a panic attack or like hate herself by playing this game. I don't know, it's going to be weird. Uh, But um, it's a fantastic game. I'm having a fun time with it so far, and I really can't wait to see uh, how it progresses. And then uh, what these guys do, uh, you know, going forward. Because it seems like if you can make a game like this like conceptualize it at a game jam and then just kind of, you know, I don't know, crank it out and have it mean, some, you know, something really special to this many people. I think that uh you might have a good future of making games. One hopes. So, yeah, it's uh it's good stuff, it's good tunes, and Johnny, let's just keep it moving to the next game.
0: Game 2. <laughs>
4: game is the second game in this series to feature full voice acting. However, unlike the first game in this series that featured voice acting, none of the lines were new recorded lines. They were all pulled from a previous source. <laughs> was fast. Anybody got some guesses written down?
1: Uh, I don't like this at all.
4: Jesse is locked and loaded. John, Johnny, how you guys feeling? I just said I don't like this at all. Okay, Johnny, how are you feeling?
3: Thank you.
1: Pretty
3: good. Stop shading
1: the dick and show it, John.
3: Hold on. (laughs) there's this enough pubic cool. hairs oh, there's a key, there's, I'm doing a thing it's going to be so good, there we go oh good
4: if it's going to be a drawing of a dick it's multiple drawings of dicks it's a snowflake right, so, of uh, dicks John Regan has multiple drawings of dicks um, Jesse says Lego Avengers 2 and John Harrington says Lego Marvel superheroes, y'all have the right series, I thought that last song would give it away, this is Lego Lord of the Rings Ah. That that's <laughs> what it ah oh,
1: yeah shit. yeah that's what that song was. You're
4: right. Well, I mean the theme was adventure, and my first thought was Adventure Island, and oh. then I thought that's a bit too on the nose. I thought it was. And the, then I thought, I thought like, it was
1: like, Avengers.
4: <laughs> um, and then I was like, you yeah. know what? What's a big grand scale like adventure? It's like wait, Lord of the Rings. They made a Lego Lord of the Rings. We've never used a Lego game on this show.
1: Yeah, we haven't. Because we're not ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: but these, it's cool. <laughs> these, games are, these games are fun. They're not especially deep, but they're enjoyable. I'm yeah. going
3: to consider Ish. these games to be on par with Donkey Kong 64. They're just massive collect-a-thons.
1: Yeah. They are the spiritual successor to Donkey Kong 64. That's actually very apt, Johnny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if they made honorable. a
2: Lego Donkey Kong
3: 64? <laughs> Dude. I was just
4: about to say, can we please get a Lego Donkey Kong game? Yes. And, like, you have to build the construction site?
5: Mm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you have to collect little pieces that become bananas. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, that sounds fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> but, no, so Lego Lord of the Rings, though... Uh, you're still collecting little shiny Legos all over the place, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: what, are, what are they called? The little um.
4: Uh, like Lego oh bits. God, I'm blanking. No, they're <laughs> um. They're not bit. You're. Oh, fuck, you're gonna have me look this up. Damn it is it? studs that's it they're studs yeah. oh
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta find them studs oh,
1: oh. Um. gentlemen
3: we don't even look outside of this podcast to find some studs
1: Ooh. yeah yeah <laughs>
4: Uh, hmm. Um. But this game was actually kind of cool because this was the first Lego game that, instead of like having the strict <coughs> levels, there were open world segments. So you actually got like a giant area to explore. Yeah, you could like. like create your own character. You could customize your weapons. Like there was a lot to this game. But at the end of the day, I mean, it was still a Lego game, so it was still pretty simple and basic. Right? Yeah. But why would you it, it's, create? It's own... fun and charming.
1: Why would you create your own character in a Lego game? I thought the whole point was playing as Lego versions of your favorite characters. Like, I don't you know, I don't get it. What do you? I mean, know? how many?
2: The whole. How many favorite characters can you really have in Lord of the Rings? Though, um, I, come on.
1: You know, Gandalf but- in two different colors, uh, <laughs> several hobbits, uh, Legolas. Um, you know, my the, man Gimli, and
4: apparently. There were there were characters from the books that were not featured in the movies that were included in this game. Like, like you can Tom play Bombadil. as Radagast the Brown or Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil, um, baby! <laughs> this, this game also had DLC, and one of the <laughs> DLC characters was a little Lego Balrog that you could play as, which was pretty fucking cool. Little?
1: <laughs> I want a huge... Yeah. I want a giant Lego Balrog.
4: <laughs> but still cool. Um... No, again, like I, I heard the theme and I thought like, hmm, Lord of the Rings. That's an adventure. It's like, oh yeah, they made a, they've made several Lord of the Rings games. Like, but they made a Lego one. That was a fun, charming little game. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, um, game I'm the only three. one who feels that way on Game that too. No,
1: it's just it's they're they're fine, man. The the Legofication of like charming family games kind of bugs me. I feel like it's just I don't know. Kinda dull and du- it's like done to death. I'd like to see actual like movie games at this point, rather than fucking Lego versions of movie games. Like they came out that incre- like Lego Incredibles. I'm like, you seriously can't just do an Incredibles game to tie into Incredibles two. Like, why they gotta be Legos, man? Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, like game. I I got I bought the Lego Jurassic Park game because it came off from <laughs> Mac and I was so excited. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I played until I unlocked, like, Lego shirtless Jeff Goldblum, and I was kind of like, why am I, like, at the, I hit a point where I'm like, I'm just unlocking things, and, yeah. like, I don't even care about it anymore. What am I doing? And I just kind of quit.
1: Uh, that's how it was See, for I me. thought you
4: were going to say you unlocked Lego shirtless Jeff Goldblum. I was like, all right, the game has peaked. I'm going to turn this off. Like, it's all right. downhill yeah, from here. Yeah,
1: like,
5: exactly. I,
3: I, I, once I unlocked Lego Wayne Newton, I thought that was pretty great, but then I found out, like, oh, wait, no, there's a Lego shirtless Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Hello. Wayne Newton? Newton? <laughs>
1: Isn't that Dunn his name? You know, <laughs> yeah. what you're
2: thinking is you're thinking of Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. played Newton. Wayne <laughs> Knight. Newton is a uh, who played Newman.
4: Son of a And not in Jurassic bitch. Park. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wayne Newton. Oh my God! Wait, I mean, that's
4: the crossover we should have. Is Seinfeld goes to Jurassic
3: Park? Oh, okay, so one. Uh, I think I think we just found the episode title for this week. In Wayne Newton, Lego Wayne around like Newton, big
5: chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God, there's so much to unpack there. But yeah, we do need Lego Jurassic Park goes to Las Vegas and gets serenaded by Wayne Newton. Um. <laughs> Jesus And preferably Jesus.
4: Lego Seinfeld goes to Jurassic Park. Yeah,
1: but then somehow that ends up in Vegas and Wayne Newton's there. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm into all of it. I'm not I'm not going with the Wayne Newton thing. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. I have, I have an excuse for
4: a lounge singer in a Lego game. I'm not letting that go, damn
1: it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, but yeah. So yeah, I, I understand. You get to the point where you have unlocked Lego Dennis Nedry. It's like, wait a minute, what am I doing right now? Like this is <laughs> uh, this is absurd. That's how I felt playing the Lego Marvel Superheroes game. It's like, Jesus Christ, there's like 250 fucking characters to unlock. Do I want to like play enough of this game to unlock like Lego Howard the Duck? No. I don't.
2: Like, <laughs> I don't know. That guy sounds pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying it's it like it's 250 characters mean. or whatever, and there's only eight different character types, so it's like, okay, no. Um, but yeah, no, there's some that was fun to be had with, that the, I was... with the Lego games. I just I don't know, but it's it's the movie tie-ins that bug me. I I actually enjoyed Lego City Undercover for the time that I played it, but these Lego movie games just don't do it for me. <laughs>
4: That was one thing that I was kind of disappointed about LEGO Lord of the Rings is because there's a lot of, like, weird crossover characters here and there. Like, I know LEGO Star Wars, you could unlock Indiana Jones. Nice. And I believe in LEGO Indiana Jones, you could unlock another character from, like, an upcoming LEGO game. But there's none of that in, like, LEGO Lord of the Rings. Like, playing LEGO Lord of the Rings as Darth Vader would have been awesome. But Mm -hmm. sadly, that wasn't an option. Like, all of the unlockable characters were strictly Lord of the Rings, which is fine. If you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but also at the same time, like, throw somebody random in there. Like, Lego Lord of the Rings, but with Batman.
1: That sounds amazing. Yeah, or just pick any character that was also played by an actor in Lord of the Rings. Like, you know, oh, you can play as Boromir. Why can't I play as Alec Trevelyan? That's Sean Bean. Just change the hairpiece. No problem. Like, you know. Yeah, I can play oh, yeah. like, <laughs> I can play as Frodo I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can play as Professor Frodo Xavier. why can't I play as Wilfred the dog? <laughs> He's right. <laughs> or wait, no, I'm sorry, that he doesn't be, play I the was, dog in that show. Never damn mind. it, John. No, <laughs>
4: I was very upset because there's a bit, there's like a little joke where um, when you're in the uh, City of Elves, (laughs) you can see Agent Smith like in the background, like, fuck, why couldn't I play Lego Agent Smith?
1: That would have been amazing. Lego Matrix actually sounds pretty good too. So, you know, I take it back.
4: Or Red
5: Skull.
1: mm.
4: Oh my God, Red Skull. Yes. (laughs)
1: Uh, Or
4: Megatron.
1: Yeah. Oh, he is Megatron too, isn't he? Trying to think of a non ridiculous Hugo weaving role that, that would be uh, cool, but there no. are
4: no non ridiculous <laughs> Hugo weaving. You could play the um, evil nurse from um, Cloud Atlas.
1: Yes, yeah, Le- Lego Cloud Atlas. That's a game that we need. Um, <laughs> no, it's so and, long. <laughs> and convoluted. Um, but
2: hey, you get Lego Tom Hanks, so it's all all right.
1: Yeah, you get Lego Korean Man Halle Berry or whatever. Uh, fucking Cloud Atlas. Um, so anyway, David, anything else on uh, Lego Lord of the Rings or Lord of the Rings in general or Lego games in general? <laughs>
4: um. They're simple, but they're charming and fun. I'm glad that we now have a Lego game on the show.
1: Exactly. Pop that cherry and that's the end of that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> No, I'm next
4: episode theme, Lego games. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
1: games <laughs> that have been made in Legos. Uh, no. Johnny, what do we got coming for the next game?
0: Game three. <laughs>
2: In this game, your adventure will take you across seven worlds and two moons, and you will also play through three generations of characters through the course of the game. How you guys feeling this evening?
3: Eh? Pretty good. <laughs> oh.
1: Can't even fake right, it let's tonight. See what you got?
2: Oh, wow, this is fun. Okay, John says Fancy Star two wrong. David says Fancy Star four wrong. We played <laughs> that on the show also.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh, Johnny says Fancy Star three, which is correct.
4: Oh!
3: <laughs> What's up guessing? <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, that's as, what we all as soon
4: did. As, I'm, <laughs> as soon as I'm not the last person to be announced, I know I fucked up.
1: I should have fucked up with that number four, because that's the only previous Fantasy Star game that Jesse's used on the show. But, um, you know, no. It's, I don't uh, have
4: the encyclopedic knowledge of this show like you do. This big, has been well established.
1: Goddamn shame, man. Um... Yeah, I'll definitely delete that database of games that I frequently reference. <laughs> um, cool, man! Fantasy Star Three. Uh, oh yeah! What a game!
2: Haha. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite part, John? Uh,
1: the number three. Uh, yeah, it's is is it written in numerals? Is it written in the number three? I I, I don't know. It's three eyes. All right. Yeah. Good. I typed it correctly into the uh, into the, the like uh, caption for the show. <laughs> uh, I like that the subtitle is Generations of Doom. That's dope. That's right. Um,
2: and you go through three generations, which might have to do with the
1: See, you know that's the thing. Th- I didn't, go- I didn't Google much help on this because I was like, well, it's clearly a Fantasy Star game. And then I, I just googled like Fantasy Star series, and I clicked on Fantasy Star Two, and it said Fantasy Star Two takes place like a thousand years after the previous game. I'm like, yeah, they're cool. There's probably generations of that. Moving on. Like, you know, there, if it takes place <laughs> thousands of years after something, sure, it's probably probably all good. So, are uh, the
3: generations that you play as, are they doomed, or are they, like, bringing doom? Are they wrecking everybody's shit through three generations? I
2: think think they're trying to stop doom from happening.
4: See, I have this really Is it... uh, But it's such a good game. (laughs) Is it literally just the family history of Dr. Doom? Like... No, no, no. It's, it's It's just grandfather, father, and son, all who happen to have the last name
1: of Doom. I'm into it.
2: So... You start off with this dude named, like, uh, Rice. Um, It's spelled weird. I don't know. Reese? I guess, yeah. Like, Reese Darby. um, Oh, yeah.
1: That that spelling of Rice.
2: Yeah. And so, um... uh, Like, I guess a a third of the way through, you get to marry someone. And you get to pick who it is. And then you have a kid based on who you you marry. And so then the game splits into two uh, uh, different kids. And then whichever one you pick... Uh, later on in the game, you get to marry someone else, and there's two more kids. So, like, technically, there are four different endings.
3: Hmm.
1: Um, Branching fans based never, on kids.
5: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I only, uh, this is what's interesting, well, I guess it's not that interesting, but this is the first, uh, <laughs> r- this is the first RPG I ever beat.
1: Um, I, I find that interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. I had played Final Fantasy, but I just could not fucking get through that game at first. And then I played this one, and, um, with the uh, help of that little hint book. Which, really, it was a hint book. Like, it didn't tell you shit about any of the monsters, just their names. It was just like, maybe don't do this. Like, it really just gave you hints. Like, it didn't, like, just, like, the Final Fantasy strategy guide told you every fucking thing about the game. Yeah. This game is just like, maybe you want to talk to this person. I don't know. You figure it out. <laughs> <It's> like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, book. Yeah, thanks for the and, nudge um, in
1: the right direction, I guess. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> but uh, one thing I think that stuck with me is this game has a first-person battle system. And even <laughs> though I did complete this game, I it, it made me really dislike that type <laughs> of battle system. <laughs> he say, how
4: did you beat this game with a first-person battle system when you have famously hated first-person yes. battle systems? Once.
2: Being it was my second RPG, and at the time I had no other RPGs, and right. so I was, you know, played through it. I finished it, that way I could form an educated opinion on a full uh, playthrough of a first-person RPG, and I decided through that information that I did not like it. And then Fancy Star must have agreed, because in Fancy Star 4 they uh, stopped having that bullshit, and you could see the back to your characters, and they'd run up and do awesome things to the enemies, and you got to see it, and it was amazing.
4: Yeah, so... I I decided to uh, play a a game to completion with a first-person battle system, and after completing, and I thought,
5: hmm,
1: fuck this! Yeah, you ever eat chicken, and then you get food poisoning, and after that, like... Uh, you, you just get sick at the like the very mention of uh, of chicken in the future. I think Fantasy Star is Jesse's first-person RPG battle system, chicken. Um, <laughs> Box
4: quote, Fantasy Star, basically video game food poisoning.
1: Nah, you know, well,
2: just no, 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 o- no, no. Only no, for no. Jesse. <laughs>
1: just three, just three. Yeah, you know, the whole series, I mean- it has merits but also yeah, four you like is to, badass. You want to see people attack their enemies. Like actually attack them.
2: Yeah. Which is unfortunate cuz this is the uh, first one, Well, maybe not the first one. But it has a uh, Ren, which is this robot dude, and he can turn into like a, a jet, he can turn into a spaceship, he can turn into a submarine, and he also shoots people with a cannon, which is pretty great.
1: <laughs> I like it.
2: And uh he he comes back in 4. So that's cool.
1: So there's continuity between the uh, between actual games. It's not like a thousand years later, and you know, it's just a fresh set of characters. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> me. It's it's very loose, you know. Word. I like it, man. It's you know, it's a series I wish I uh, had the means to have gotten into as a kid. Like you know, uh, as a kid who didn't play a whole lot of RPGs and definitely didn't own a Sega Genesis, uh, it was just kind of uh, not on my radar. But you know. Uh, I don't know, yeah, you know, it's like you got Final Fantasy if you were a uh, Nintendo kid and Fantasy Star if you were a Sega kid. So, uh I kind of wish I could uh if there was an easy way to go back and play these saying like a Switch collection or some such thing. I might just be uh down to play them. At some there time. is.
2: Go oh! to the uh there's a Sega Genesis collection on uh, the Switch and it has all the Fantasy Star games on it.
1: Funny I should mention that. I'm so glad to know about it. Um awesome, man. I uh, I think I need to check that out, because yeah, you know, I haven't played, like, Octopath Traveler now, I'm like, I'm getting the RPG itch, and I'm just like always on the lookout for something with a uh, little 16-bit style and some fun RPG shit. And I, uh, I can play a first-person battle system RPG game, <laughs> uh, and not throw up. So, it's uh, it's pretty great, man. It's, uh, I'm gonna have to look around for that. But, yeah, um, Jesse, anything else on Fantasy Star Three or uh, you know first-person RPG battle systems in general? Have you come around to Earthbound yet? Am I just gonna? I, I gonna you know,
2: <laughs> I've tried. I when it came out for Wii U for ten bucks, I threw that ten bucks down as fast yeah. as I could, and yep. I was like, I'm gonna try it. And, the, and you know, at first I was like, this is okay, you know, they're funny and stuff, but quirky. It just got to a point where I'm like, who the fuck is doing what? It's just a fucking ninja on a skateboard. Which that's cool, but all of a sudden, this flashing light, like with someone like flashing a flashlight on him, I don't know what the fuck Ness is doing. Mm. Is he on the phone with his dad? I don't fucking know.
1: His dad is the so. phone.
2: Yeah,
4: so. <laughs>
1: uh. I'm sorry,
4: I just still live the like. Have you given any thought to Earthbound? Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, <laughs> my thoughts are not great. Uh, anyway, before. Uh, I want
2: to like it. I want to so bad, yeah, but I, I can't.
1: It's a game that dares you not to like it. But uh, you know, I don't think Fantasy Star necessarily does that. It just uh, it just has uh, that particular battle system that Jesse doesn't like. So we'll we'll find the we'll find a first person battle system game for you one day, man. You know, we'll, it'll come back. Someone's bound to make a new version of this that just uh, really you know tickles your fancy. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh, let's uh, let's just keep seeing uh, seeing what we do and you know letting our attacks play out and uh, you know see the enemies die the way Jesse likes. And uh, move on to the next game. Johnny, what do we got, man?
0: Game four.
1: So this is our fan request for the evening. Uh, This one, let's see, it comes to us from uh, Blanche in our uh, Discord server. Thank you Blanche for the request. And despite the huge amount of treasures to collect throughout this game, there are actually only 12 treasure chests found in the game. Hope everybody's feeling great about that one. Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling so good. Good. Then hurry up and let's see him. Johnny says Sweet Jams 99. Sadly, incorrect because David and Jesse both say Wario Land 4, which is correct. Johnny, you gotta check the Discord server, my man. Jeez.
4: Um I will say, I actually got this game based on that last song, because I don't know about anyone else, but I played Wario Land 4. This game is pretty fucking great.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, Fucking weird. I love Wario games, though, man. You know, I... I was like, oh man, yeah, fucking Wario Land. And then that just took me back to the fact that we've already used Wario Land Shake It. And then that took me diving down the wiki hole to be like, wait a minute, has it been like ten years since we've had a fucking Wario platforming game? Like, what the hell? I'm like, <laughs> ugh. They should totally bring these back. Um, but yeah, Wario Land 4, man. So David, you played it. Uh, you know, Give us the rundown. What's the deal? So, the game
4: starts off with Wario chilling, watching TV, and then he hears about, like, an archaeologist excavating a pyramid. So, he hops in the Wario-mobile, um, and he drives off to this pyramid. So, you go through four sections of this pyramid to, like, steal as much treasure as you can. Yeah. Um... And you basically collect, it's it's like a classic Wario Land game. It's, you know, side-scrolling action-adventure game. Um, you're exploring, you're collecting gold. Wario gets various statuses that affect him. Like, there's a bee that will sting him, and he get he's apparently allergic to bee stings, so his head gets super puffy, yeah, Jesus. and he floats up.
5: It's really so you can, like... Ugh.
4: Yeah, instead of like Mario games where you pick up a flower and now you have a projectile, like shit happens to Wario and it just kind of changes him. So like you get all swollen up and allergic and swell and you can float. So that's how you get to, like, higher sections of the level. It's, as you said, it's really fucking
1: bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, I like it, though. Um, It's like, in Mario games, like, yeah, oh, you picked a flower, and oh, you've got, you know, you can shoot fireballs. In Wario, it's like, you know, he only gets status changes because bad things happen to him. (laughs) It's like, he gets set on fire, so he runs around like crazy and can, like, burn through certain things. Or, you know, he gets fucking stung by a bee and has an allergic reaction, so his face puffs up like a balloon. And it's like, Jesus, that's, you know, one, gross. And two, like, I feel bad for the guy, but you can't really feel bad for him because he's Wario. He's gross. How do you feel bad for such a guy? Like,
4: <laughs> I also, um, because this game, I think, I didn't play a ton of, like, Wario Land 2 or 3, but, um, I think this is the first game that introduced the, like, run back mechanic which I know was in Shake It where like you go through a level and at the end of the level you get like a magic fairy or sprite yeah. or whatever and you have to take it back to the beginning of the level I love that. so like so much of it is about like I need to explore and find the right way through this level and get to the end. And then once you get to the end, it's like, all right, ticking clock, motherfucker, go back to the beginning yeah. now.
1: Yeah, no, see, I, I and, like that a shit. lot. Like, uh, I like that it's you know it's real exploration heavy. You got to find the treasures and like use your you know weird statuses to unlock new places. And you can, you have as much time as you want to explore until you get to that last thing. And then it's like, yeah, you better book it out of here, man. <laughs> like, door's closing, hurry up. <laughs> it's like. Whoa, that's, uh, that's different. Like, <laughs> it'd be, uh, it'd be cool if that was in, like, some Mario games. You know, you get, like, you, you go through a level and it's kind of leisurely and you're collecting things the whole time. And then, like, you know, Bowser pops up and, like, presses a button. It's like, yeah, you better fucking, you know, beat it back to, you know, the last castle or some shit. And you gotta, you gotta run backwards and do, like, reverse platforming challenges or, like, the level's changed in some way. Like, it's a cool-ass mechanic and, uh, I like the way the Wario games use it. Um, that's what I'm kind of
4: excited about the new Yoshi game Yoshi's Crafted World or something like that where like you go through you go through the levels and then you can like go into the background and basically go through the levels again but in reverse because you're going through the background of the levels Ah. like that's That looks like it requires a lot of design time. Yeah. But that's a really cool idea.
1: And I think, isn't... Maybe I'm wrong, but isn't Yoshi's Crafted World made by, like, Goodfeel, which are the guys that made, like, uh, Wario Land Shake It? I believe so, yes. So it's got a little of that Shake It pedigree, Um, which I don't know how much... I mean... Uh, Yeah, I'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wario Land Shake. It was Goodfield's first game, and uh, you know, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World will be their uh, their most recent game. So yeah, Uh, you know, it'd be cool if they uh, they work some of that in there because you know I like the Yoshi games. They're fun. They're they're charming as shit. They're adorable. But like you know, I like how you can. I just like the Wario stuff because it's like, yeah, it's exploration and take your time and think it out and get through the puzzles, and then, oh yeah, also you need to be able to fucking hurry up and like <laughs> and complete a level. It's it's a nice mix, um, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It'd be cool if that made it into more uh, more games going forward. There's there's so many like nice little shakeups to the platforming formula. And, uh, it seems like they don't do it a whole lot in, like, the mainline Mario series because they, for a while, were doing it in the Wario series and other games like that. Now it's like, okay, so it's been ten years since we've had a Wario game. Like, are you are going to shake up the, you know, the platforming and anything else at some point? No? I, you know, I don't know. Like, are you are going to give Luigi a badass shoulder charge or have gross things happen to the princess when she gets stung by bees? I mean, you know, <laughs> no? <laughs> then you should yeah. probably make another Wario game. <laughs> like... <laughs>
4: Yeah, I love the idea of, like, the Wario game just being, like, ideas that were too weird for Mario. Like, Mario, let's turn him into a penguin. That makes perfect sense. Let's turn him into a zombie. No, save that for Wario Land. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's a hard pass. (laughs) uh, Vampire Mario? No, thank you. Wario Land (laughs) is... Vampire Wario? Yeah, what the fuck?
3: Wario Land is the garbage disposal of ideas for mario games like yeah just shove it in there
1: <laughs> yeah wario lands the garbage can pizza <laughs> yeah, <it's just laughs> all those toppings that you swept off the other things you dump them on there <laughs> and uh you know, maybe it makes a delicious pizza pie maybe it makes a big wario pizza pie and it tastes disgusting but it's also a lot of fun um <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah i, I like uh, i like the wario games man i, I wish they would come back Uh, and, you know, I wish there was an easier way to play some of these, like, uh, these past Wario games. I guess they, uh, you know, this one was Game Boy Advance, and it came out on, like, the Wii U Virtual Console, and it came out for, like, 3DS Ambassadors, so I guess David does have it in a couple of different, you know, possibilities. Uh, but, you know... I
4: have the original Game Boy Advance cartridge, too. That,
1: too. (laughs) But, yeah, you know... I'm just you know, thinking, of it, you know, I don't like hating on Nintendo for not doing enough with their like, virtual console services, because I'm not that kind of guy, but it would be pretty cool if we could get some more of these systems like, you know, I would love to have Wario Land sitting on my Switch right about now, I might give you about Tree for that uh, you know, I might give you upwards of 4 or 5 dollars even if you make it the right game. Like they uh, they need to make these games available to people more easily <laughs> cuz they're fun. I mean the the wario sprite work in these is disgusting and you know just hilarious. Like these shouldn't be lost to time just because they're on Game Boy Advance a system that no one has anymore like <laughs> fucking people need to see how it's- Fat-headed Wario. It's terrifying. <laughs>
4: I love how it's like a very pixelated game, Game Boy Advance, not the best hardware, and yet somehow they still managed to make him extra fat. Like, yeah. Wario is supposed to be fat, but if you look at his sprite from Mario Land 4, it's like, damn, that is an obesity crisis. Yeah. Like
1: he's bulky. Fuck. You know, they used every pixel, man. They had to get that paunch in there.
5: <laughs> I uh, heard
3: a rumor but- that they actually had to, like, when they were designing the Game Boy Advance, and they're coming up with the figures, and they came up with the original size for sprites... And the Mario Land team had to come be like, No, you gotta up that a little bit. We need a bigger That's <laughs> hundred and twenty eight pixels wide is nowhere near enough.
1: That that's a rumor you uh, actually heard, or are you doing a bit right now, John? It's, it's a bit. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> that,
3: no,
4: that, that is an actual rumor that he heard just now from his own voice. Yeah.
2: From his uncle that works at Nintendo. Right.
1: I was, uh, I was taking Old a look Uncle at, Shiggy. I was talking to my realtor. I was thinking about buying houses, and out of nowhere, she just goes, you know, I heard that they had to up the pixels <laughs> on the Game Boy Advance to accommodate Wario's punch, and I thought, I think I need to hire a new realtor. Um <laughs> no, I I don't
4: <laughs> look, look at this kitchen space and these incredible counters. Did you know this about the Game Boy Advance? At which point Johnny's wife said, We should go. No, that is
3: exactly who I want to help buy me a house. They get me. <laughs> <Wario>. <laughs> I
4: was hanging out with
2: Goompei Yokoi and he was telling me all about this uh, handheld thing he wanted to make. And we were See, talking bits.
4: That's what we need. Instead of Wario Land 5, we need to have Wario's Realtor Adventure. I mean, Wario... Be Wario and sell people houses. Perhaps
1: not his Realtor Adventure, but, you know, a Wario that takes place in anything resembling the real world, like Wario traveling around and excavating real world places would be a lot of fun. I mean, seriously, like, explore the real world. Make, Make the only thing that actually takes place in this Earth... Wario Land. Not Mario. Mario's off in some other dimension, but Wario is the thing that's, uh, you know, in this dimension. Like, I think... Uh, no, you know
3: what no, I just, so, like, just want to play you as know Wario how... working at a deli. That's what I want to do.
1: I don't know, man. He doesn't look like he would wash his hands. Exactly. Wario's... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like,
3: you Wario's
5: know how...
4: You know how New Donk City is like very clearly based on New York City? What we need is for a Wario game set in Diamond City, but it's clearly based on Detroit.
1: Yes. If you know mm. if there was a more Detroit person for like Nintendo, I can't think of it. <laughs> Wario's Detroit as fuck, man. <laughs> So, yeah. Episode title. <laughs> <So we need laughs> I was gonna say,
4: yeah, episode title might be Wario Detroit is Detroit as fuck.
1: <laughs> we need an eight-mile remake starring Wario. Uh, you know, frankly, I'd watch it. But uh,
4: And then obviously he would team up as Waluigi, as Robo-Waluigi, and pa- oh. patrol the streets. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. Okay, so a Wario game that only <laughs> <laughs> takes place in Detroit-based movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got your RoboCop, you got your 8 Mile. you got your Detroit Rock City. Uh, got your True Romance. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, a True Romance <laughs> starring Wario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Would he be... Would he be Christian Slater in that? Or, uh... Arquette? Yeah, obviously. I mean, both are good options. But anyway, that's, uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, Wario, he is, uh, he's the hero that Detroit needs. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, thank, you, uh, thank you, Blanche, for this request. Fantastic game. Fantastic weird Game Boy Advance tunes. And uh, Johnny, it's time to move on to the final game of the night.
0: Game 5.
3: guys when the troll lifts up his hood to reveal that i'm sorry when the troll (coughs) lifts up his hood to eat the red herring it'll reveal him to be george lucas Got some answers?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry.
3: It is our first hat trick of the night. It is the secret of Monkey Island.
1: Correction, John. It's our only hat trick of the night.
3: It can be both. <laughs> <Not too. laughs>
1: um man, I appreciate the giveaway trivia. Cause uh you know, I've never been a Monkey Island guy. It's uh Is there really an adventure in this game, John? I challenge.
3: Yes. <laughs> I mean, they are
2: they are in the genre of adventure game, so I mean
3: and you go on an adventure. You play as Guybrush, Threepwood. You arrive on Melee Island with the goal to become a pirate. And you're uh, given three tasks to complete. You complete them. You fight a ghost pirate. You win the love of somebody. And you become a pirate. Wait, maybe you become a pirate. I can't remember if at the end you just give up on the pirate and get played, Or if you go and become a pirate.
5: <laughs> I assume I you come I was going to say,
4: I don't think Guybrush ever becomes a pirate in any of the Monkey Island games. And I think that's like the running joke. is He's the worst pirate.
5: Hmm
1: i believe it. Um,
4: Although, to be fair, I haven't played a ton of Monkey Island,
1: so... Yeah. Johnny, did you just say everything you have to say about this game in, like, 15 seconds flat? <laughs> you I gotta go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, so, Calculating yeah. computer activated. Yeah, no, so, Whoa. I, mean, I just, you know... I got nothing, man. Point-and-click adventures aren't my thing. I appreciate LucasArts for the point-and-click adventures they made. I mean, you know, this and Grim Fandango and whatnot. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's not engaging enough for me. Yeah, I need real action. I need, you know, controller inputs and moving myself around, not, not clicking on things and... I don't know, solving, I'm assuming, riddles and puns and whatnot. Lots of puzzles, yes. Puzzles lots or puns, of, uh, riddles, word wordplay.
3: <laughs> lots of hard as balls puzzles. Yeah, great. The, the red herring one for the troll is like hard to figure out.
1: Yeah. So, and he, George Lucas is the troll.
3: Yes. There's a troll. You need to feed a red herring across a bridge. You know, you solve some puzzles, to get the herring, give it to him, and he lifts up his hood, and it's George Lucas. George Lucas. And then microwave dick, anything,
1: or he's just <laughs> he, he's a troll in this one.
3: That's, I think, a DLC option is you get to purchase a microwave online and bring it to George Lucas and watch him mm. slam his dick in it.
1: That'd be good. It's like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to give him the red herring, but if you give him the microwave, it uh, <laughs> you know, it also <laughs> gives you a little something. <laughs>
3: it's a, yeah, it's an alternate way to get past the troll.
1: <laughs>
5: yeah.
3: Mm. He gets so distracted with the microwave, he just waltz on
1: past. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad Isn't idea. there
4: also... Wasn't there also a LucasArts game that was... Just- Day of the Tentacle, where you could microwave a gerbil? So, you know, I'm... a microwave as an item in a LucasArts adventure game, you know, there's precedence for that. There Are you
1: unclear a... on the origin of George Lucas slamming his dick in a microwave? That's totally worth No, I'm
4: well aware, I'm just saying, I'm trying to find, like, a canonical reason of why Secret of Monkey Island would have a microwave in Because Maniac
1: on.
3: Mansion, Maniac Mansion, the previous game, which we covered on game, uh, LucasArts game, we covered on Game of uh, if you put a hamster in the microwave, you get a game over.
1: Right. and it- Right. Yeah, and yeah. So
4: there's a LucasArts game that features a microwave. Yes. Thank you for confirming everything I said. <laughs>
1: Okay. Uh, you just said as though you you know didn't understand our bit. I mean I'm I, you know, my connection is George Lucas is in the game. George Lucas, you know, renowned for uh, slamming so, his dick in a microwave.
3: Uh, so the reason it's George Lucas specifically slamming his dick in the microwave is that Maniac Mansion is based off of Skywalker Ranch.
1: Exactly. So, you know, the microwave's there, George Lucas slams his dick in it. George Lucas shows up in the Secret of Monkey Island. Stands to reason that Monkey you know that Monkey Island probably has a microwave. But you know
5: it's airtight, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's what I'm,
4: I'm just, uh, okay, I feel like we're on the same page here, no! but arguing past each other. <laughs> yes! Okay. <Look. laughs> <You know. laughs>
2: how else are pirates going to microwave their burritos?
1: Bingo. Yeah. And occasionally, Trolls Slay dicks Dixon things. Um, man, <laughs> so, you know, Johnny, how much uh, How much experience do you really have playing Monkey Island? Did you play all these? Are you, uh, you know? As a kid, I played it a pretty good amount. Although mm-hmm. I was
3: pretty little, so my memories of it are a little hazy, I'm not gonna lie. Um, right. but I remember having a really good time with them, uh, and so it's probably the kind of thing where when you're a littler kid, these are pretty great, because, you know, you just hang out, and you click, and you click, and you click, and you click, and that's all you gotta do. Yeah, eventually something happens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's very and,
3: satisfying. Um, I, I do kind of enjoy, like, I, I kind of uh, enjoy the art of these games, um... Because they're kind of, you know, it's so low res, like so low res. And when it it, when it's that low res, you tend to kind of like use your imagination a bit more, I think, and kind of get a little more attached to the art than you normally would. Because like they made some uh, HD remasters of these games, Um, and it's just I can't get into them as much because I'm like, eh, like that shipyard looks too good. No, I need to look like garbage (laughs) so that I can make it look how I want in my head, you know. I could put my own personifications onto every character and every item and so on and so forth. Less detail that they put in means more
1: detail I get to put in. Exactly. Um, Yeah, I don't know. know, These games, they're they're charming. And I know they're uh, they're beloved by by, uh, people that grew up with them. But like I said, I I don't know. know. I think also, in the case of Monkey Island, I think I always confused it. With uh, The Island of Dr. Quandry, which was like an educational Mac game that I was playing in like fifth grade, and it's not that at all. Uh, So, you know, know, and Dr. Quandry's fine, don't get me wrong, but it's not something I think
2: those were Sierra games. Yeah, they probably
1: were. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I get the feeling these were more entertaining and less educational. (laughs) But uh,
3: yeah, oh, there's nothing to learn in these games.
1: Oh, that's good. That, that is what makes <laughs> me want to play it more. For some reason, I always thought they were educational in some capacity. Not like, at all. Oh, good.
3: <laughs> now um, you just will learn how to properly insult somebody while sword fighting. That's you can learn that. Yeah. Some pretty good insults. That's I about like it. it. Good man. Hey, um, I'm disappointed. I, I figured my game would be short, and I thought we might end up in, light in a, uh, a tie, so
1: I had a whole lightning round prepared. But oh, that's fine, Johnny, because. Uh, I have a lightning round prepared. Hit it. <laughs> oh. Double lightning round. I think
4: it's interesting that you have a lightning round prepared and you have a lightning round prepared because I don't have shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Johnny, I'm not kidding. Hit the lightning round. <laughs> lightning round. So, so yeah, I'm going to give you guys the year of the game coming out and I'm going to give you part of the game's title. And you guys have to fill in the blank Um And let's see How are we doing on scores tonight Uh oh okay So David's ahead of John and Jesse So calculating randomly The uh You know first person is Jesse So okay Jesse 1989 Blank of Dino Ricky
2: Adventures
1: That is correct (laughs) Johnny, 1999, Sesame Street, Elmo's Letter, blank. Adventure? That's correct. <laughs> David, 1998, C, The Contra, blank. Adventure? That's correct. A sweep <laughs> on the first round. All right, back to Jesse. 1989. Blank of Lolo <laughs> Ooh
2: Adventure
1: That is incorrect The answer is adventures Wait. of Lolo That's what I said I heard Did you say an S? <laughs> yes okay we'll really pronounce I, I heard that S in the future Sorry. <laughs> okay I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to him uh, Johnny 1990 Bonks Blank Adventure. That's correct. <laughs> David, 1993. Kirby's blank. <laughs> <clears throat>
4: oh, fuck. Um. I'm sorry, what was the year again? 90 th-
1: 1993.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say adventure?
1: That is correct. Um, oh, thank. <clears throat> whew, going back to Jesse. 1988 <laughs> Zelda 2 the blank of Link
2: Adventure
1: That's correct Johnny 1989 Castlevania the blank Adventure That's correct David 2009 Henry Hatsworth in The Puzzling Blank. Ah, I know this. Adventure. That's correct. Ah, man. This next one's easy. You know. (laughs) Jesse. (laughs) 1999. Goemon's Great Blank.
2: Oh, it's great. Alright. Um, Adventure.
1: That is correct. Man, you guys are doing good. Um... (laughs) Johnny, 1993, McDonald's Treasureland, blank, iPhone 6s. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Ah, damn it, John! You broke Rogers? up there for a second, Johnny. You want to repeat that? <laughs> adventure. He's right. It's adventure. <laughs> okay. That uh, gets us to David, uh, 1999, Beetle, blank, racing.
4: Oh, adventure.
1: That's right. That's correct, um Jesse two thousand Muppet's monster, blank adventure that's correct, all right, Johnny, well, I'm glad you got this one instead, david nineteen ninety blank in the magic kingdom
3: oh. Ah, <laughs> three hundred
1: I'm sorry, okay, adventure don't. don't uh, okay, now, I'm sorry, I, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Is oh, that Adventures. adventures. God damn it, see, mm, I want to make it wrong, but, yeah, <sighs> you know, you took advantage of my bad hearing, and yes, you are correct, it's Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. Alright, uh, David, 2000, the Miss Blank of Tron bon. iPhone success.
4: Adventures. <laughs>
1: Yes, thank you for very uh, very clearly pronouncing the S. Uh, that is correct. Jesse, back to you. 1989, The Blank of Bayou Billy.
2: Adventures.
1: Yes. He's, cor- he's correct on that. <laughs> Johnny, 1992, Super Blank Island. Adventure. That's right. Alright, uh, oh, yeah, shit, I forgot I didn't put the uh, even number of answers on here for you guys, so, somebody's gonna win this outright. <laughs> uh, David, 1991, Final Fantasy, blank. <laughs> it's a tricky one.
4: Adventures. Adventure.
1: I'm sorry, adventure? No, no, no! It, you, know, you said adventures. I need you to get this wrong. So yes, it's Final Fantasy Adventure. Uh, <sighs> that was close. I almost had a, you know, one hundred percent on this lightning round. Uh, Jesse, last chance. Two thousand two. Star Fox. Blank. Adventure. That's incorrect. It's it's Adventures with an S. And Johnny, this is your chance to win it, man. Closing it out. Hmm. 1993. Rocket. Night. Blank. 64.
2: God, I wish that was a game.
1: Fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Do you have a real I answer, love that John?
4: <laughs> Rocket Knight 64 came out in
5: 1993.
3: <laughs> it, yeah. um, uh, oh Rocket my God. Na- that would be Rocket Knight Adventure <laughs> Singular.
5: God.
1: no! Oh. It's adventures. So, chase this uh, this lightning round did nothing to clarify the scores. Uh, David gets an extra five. Uh, and Johnny and Jesse both get an extra six. And <laughs> I think that literally puts us in a three way tie for first. Uh oh. <laughs> Damn
3: it. Lightning <laughs> round! Right. You know
2: some people say lightning <laughs> doesn't strike twice. Yeah, just, but I game that tune.
3: This is We've just going to be. It, folks. This is just going to be between David and Jesse. And because it's a double tiebreaker, let's just make this a uh sudden death once you lose you're out um unless if you're first in the round the other guy if he loses two then we keep going all right <laughs> so <laughs> all right so i have a list of point and click adventure games and i have a list of choose your own adventure books and you gotta tell me if it's a game or a book we're gonna start with david <laughs> david this is the best show ever david you are a shark
4: <laughs> choose your own adventure
3: Correct. All right. We'll see here. Uh, Jesse, Blue Force. Adventure game. Correct. All right. Uh, let's see here, David. Creature Crunch.
4: Adventure game?
3: Correct. Jesse, Cruise for a Corpse.
2: Choose your own adventure.
3: That is incorrect. All right, so David, if you get this, you win. If you lose, we're going to keep going. Here we go. Um, Race forever. Choose
4: your own adventure.
3: That is correct. David is this week's winner. (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm sorry. (laughs)
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers scoring complete. This game's winner is David Fleming.
1: Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you calculated computer totally necessary in that instance. Uh, <laughs> what a game tonight, fellas. <laughs> that was uh yeah, that was not how I saw that going. I, I saw that uh, that final lightning round being more of a silly distraction, it turns out it affected the game way more than anticipated. Uh,
4: I also so. love how it came down to Jesse and I, even though
1: Jesse won last week, so... hey, you know, it's uh, it's early in the year. We're, we're going free and easy on this one. He could have won. But, uh, no, it's David this week. So, you know, David, fantastic game. And uh, what do you got in mind for the theme for our next episode, my man?
4: Um, well, you know, John, you have inspired me, uh, and based upon your pick for tonight, uh, I'm thinking we go back to a well we haven't tapped in a while and do an Indie Games.
1: Mmm, I like it, I like it a lot, plenty of fantastic Indie Games out there, I'm just waiting to be picked, um, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I wish I hadn't just used Celeste on this uh, this show, because it would have been a great pick next week. But, uh, you know, I think think there might be one or two more indie games out there just waiting to be featured on the show. So, uh, awesome, man. Great pick. It's going to be a good theme. And, uh, you know, great game tonight, guys. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Thanks to everybody who uh, watched along live with us. Uh, We're live uh, every Wednesday night. We're at twitch.tv slash tune, youtube.com slash tune, facebook.com slash Uh We're live streaming our audio into our Discord server. You should get in there and get in the chat with us because we love uh, chit-chatting along with you guys. A lot of great chatter in the chat room tonight. Um, thanks to everybody that listens in podcast form. Our podcasts come out Wednesday mornings. They're available in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we appreciate you guys uh, for listening there and um thank you to everybody that checks out patreon.com game that tune it is our home for awesome exclusives we've got a new episode of Jesse's covered up show featuring the music of brental floss I uh, you know brought in a new co-host and we've got the return of game that tune gems for uh, the month of January so we're back in action on that uh, we got fun mixtapes and things we got uh, movie commentaries always in the works I think it's not tomorrow because that's the 31st so will it be next Thursday we're uh, recording another live movie commentary Johnny
3: um, second Thursday of the month uh, Oh, second s- Thursday never mind yeah. two
1: Thursdays from now <laughs> but uh, yeah you should uh, should support us at patreon.com/ game that tune because we give you access to all our fun stuff like our movie commentaries and uh, you know bonus shows and we really appreciate the support. Um, special thanks to our super tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere Damian Beckles and John Jekyll you guys are all fantastic and we really appreciate your support and uh, thank you to uh, Blanche in our discord for the request tonight Um, they send it to us via our discord request server but you can also send it to us gamethattune at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at gamethattune you can hit us up individually on twitter Uh, I am there at jgangsta187 you can find John Regan on twitter at jpreganjr you can find David Fleming on twitter at
4: dfdfleming
1: and you can find Jesse Moore on twitter at sega underscore legend before we go uh, I checked the calendar.
3: The second Thursday of this month is Valentine's Day. So what do you say? <laughs> what do you say? We move this to the first Thursday this Perfect. month, uh, the seventh. Johnny, there's nothing
1: more romantic than uh, forcing <laughs> forcing
3: mortal your wife or
5: girlfriend
1: until <laughs> to, to, to watch four dudes so make fun of mortal Valentine's God.
4: Day, I ripped this heart out of a chest to give to you.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right man. The- Kano is a romantic. Um yeah, we'll uh we'll, we'll bump Mortal Kombat to the first Thursday of the month. But right. uh you know, I'm glad that you had one more thing cuz you know, I did everything out of order so I could say one more thing. <laughs> uh you know, we don't have an exact like uh you know, podcast anniversary, but every year around this time it is our podcast anniversary and it is our 3rd anniversary, fellas. We've been doing this show for 3 fucking years now. And I just wanted to say on behalf of myself and all of us Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody, for your support. We've had a blast making this show. And, uh, you know, the the whole mission of doing the show was to goof off and have a lot of fun. And I love that we continue to do it year after year. You know, we don't I didn't make a big scene about it because we don't really celebrate like, you know, time milestones. We more celebrate like episode milestones or song milestones, things like that. But, uh, yeah, man, three years, 704 games, and uh, a whole hell of a lot of goofing off, man. I just want to say, uh, you know, I love you guys, and I love everybody for listening. So, uh, yeah, what a, what a night, what a three years it's been. And David... You've got the last word, so uh, take us home with your bonus tunes, my man.
4: Um, so, uh, my bonus music doesn't tie into my theme for the upcoming week, but kind of ties into the theme for this week. We are closing out this adventure, heading home, uh, playing an incredibly adventurous song. This is the new version of the Zelda medley from Smash 4 and Ultimate. That's all. Okay, yeah, you
1: just said it with a question mark. I thought there was more. <laughs>
4: uh, I was thinking of a better way to phrase it, and then I was like, "No, that's pretty much everything I need to cover." No, that
1: pretty well covers it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fantastic. And peace out, everybody. Celeste is copyright 2018 Matt Mix Games. Lego Lord of the Rings is copyright 2012 Traveler's Tales and Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Fantasy Star 3 Generations of Doom is copyright 1991 Sega Games Company Limited. Wario Land 4 is copyright 2001 Nintendo of America Incorporated. The Secret of Monkey Island is copyright 1990 Lucasfilm Games.
3: It is our first hat trick of the night. It is The Secret of Monkey
1: Island.
0: Welcome to Game That Tune. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So wait, whose lightning round? Are we doing? Are we doing mine? <laughs> yeah, what's yours? Both. <laughs> so uh, my lightning round, you know, we, uh, you know, we're not tied, but I do want to see people get extra points on this. So uh, I've got, hold on, how many games do I have here? I've got a list of twenty games, and we're just gonna do a little fill in the blank, and uh, see who ends up with the most points at the end of the night. Uh what was your lightning round, John?
3: Uh is this a point-and-click adventure game or a choose your own adventure
1: book? Oh. Mmm. Mmm. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: That sounds like it might actually require thought. I feel like we should go with uh with, with my lightning round. You know. It's uh Yeah, it's uh it's much less serious than that.
5: <laughs> okay, so, let's do so yeah. <laughs>